Welcome to Paul's Podcast Diary, your weekly glimpse into the life of indie author Paul Teague. Find out how many words got written over the past seven days, hear what's on the planning board, and discover the tips and tools which Paul is using to self-publish his books and get them selling as fast as possible. This is Paul's Podcast Diary, and here's your show host, Paul Teague. Hello and welcome to Paul's Podcast Diary for Saturday the 31st of December 2016 and this is the last one of the year. So appropriately we're going to have a little bit of a review of the things that worked and didn't work during 2016 and then I'll be talking you through my 2017 aims. First of all a bit of an update and by the way because this is kind of this is quite a long diary so excuse me I've brought a cup of tea with me and you might hear me uh, slurp every now and then. First of all uh, an update then. Uh, I've had a bit of a run sorting out recording and processing future podcast guests. So ready to roll now are Adam Nichols, John Cronshaw, David Penny, Keith Dixon. Uh, I've recorded and processed those over the past uh, week or so. And then I'm recording Pip Reed and Wendy Scott next week. So that's going to take me through till I think uh, towards the end of February, I think. And what I'm doing now is booking guests in up to the annual, the year anniversary for this podcast, which... I find absolutely astonishing that we've nearly been going for a year. So I think about the end of February, somewhere around there, it's the 52-week mark. So in terms of a 52-week year, we've, we've done a year. But then by calendar dates, it's something like April, the first week of April, I think, by calendar dates. So we have those two little targets to aim for. Um, also this week, I'm getting ready to write a book again. And, and every time I write books, I'm trying to refine and systemize the process. So what I've created now in the novel factory, which I use for my plotting and Scriven, which I use for my writing, I've um, bought Save the Cat. And actually, I was interviewing John Cronshaw, I think it was John, and John mentioned Save the Cat. And I thought, well, I've got that on my shelf. I must go through that and read that. So I'm actually reading Save the Cat at the moment, going through it with a fine tooth comb and, and making sure I've got it read before I write the next series of books. And what I've done is I've integrated the Save the Cat 15-point plan for novel writing. And I also found a lovely little resource online that basically allows you to put the number of words in your book, and then it will save the cat the word. So it will tell you at which point you've, you've got to be hitting the various targets that save the cat outlines as a novel structure, uh, which is very handy. So I've done that for the novel lengths that I write, which are 50,000 words and 90,000 words. So that's been very handy for me. I've, I've got that sorted now. Um, so I've, I've created templates. When I create books in future, I'll do a save as on those templates and loads and loads of information in terms of the structure will already be there rather than be repeating the same old jobs uh, all the time. Now, again, if you'd like those word templates, just, just send me an email at paul at paulteague.com and I'll just be happy to, to send you what I've used for that. But it's just pretty handy structure for the novels and I'm going to see how that works. Uh, also, um, this is something, uh, don't get used to this, by the way, if you are a podcast guest or a future podcast guest, but I've been chasing Adam Nichols for some time. Adam is somebody who is in the Kindling group, and you'll have heard me talk about Kindling time and time again. It's my favorite uh, Facebook group that, I, that I'm in, and I, I don't really rate most Facebook groups. So, you know, Kindling is a really good Facebook group for uh, indie authors. And um, Adam is somebody who I met in that group, and I've been watching. He's a UK author. 
and been trying to get him to to do an interview for ages and as is often the case with people who haven't done a podcast interview before they're often a bit nervous you know they're a bit, bit scared of being interviewed and I have to give lots of uh, reassurance and and finally I managed to get Adam on and like everybody who I've ever interviewed who was scared of doing one beforehand it's a breeze it's no problem at all um, but obviously you've got to get through that first one to understand that um, and and one I, one of the things I said to Adam is look you're doing really well with the books and everything but you don't have a website for goodness sake why why don't you have a website so as a favour to Adam uh, because I think Adam and I are going to be doing um, some other work together I, I've made him a website so if you want to go to look at adamnichols.net and uh, Adam offered to pay me and I said look buy it through my affiliate link buy your hosting through my affiliate link um, I'll be able to you know you're not going to get a fancy one you're going to get a very basic site. And I'll turn something around very fast for you, but you will at least have a website. It's built in WordPress. And in the future, if you want to build on it and pay someone, you know, to put bells and whistles and things on it, you can. But, it, you know, you've got to have a website, man. So he's now got a website. So it's at Adam Nichols. Nichols is spelled N-I-C-H-O-L-L-S, adamnichols.net. And just have a look at that WordPress site. That, incidentally, was um, done using a free WordPress thing, which is called Hemingway. And um, I actually, I quite like the site. And I thought, Do you know what? <laughs> I'm going to make one of those for myself. So I actually cloned it. And if you go and look at paulteague.net, I cloned Adam's site and just recreated it with my books and my information. It's a really, really simple author site. Uh, but you could look at that at paulteague.net because actually I quite like this. It works very well as just a generic author site. Um, I hadn't bought the domain name paulteague.net. So I bought it now and I've stuck something on it. Okay, so that's kind of an update on, on the writing stuff that I've been doing over Christmas. Um, I just want to go into a, a 2016 review of the year now. I don't want to go into the minutiae of this year, but I do want to talk about the things that worked and the things that didn't work in 2016. So I think that the big things for me, the things I'm really happy about are launching the podcast, which I did in April of 2016. Been dithering about a podcast for years. I did my first ever trial podcast episode. I think it was about uh, 2009, 2010, if you look really hard, it's still in, I think, the Wayback Machine. It's still floating around somewhere. Um, and I just did a sample there and thought, no, I'm not going to keep this up. And I've been thinking about it, you know, for ages. And uh, and I love doing it, actually. But but obviously, it's a huge time commitment. It takes me time, and it's something I have to fit in with everything else. So I'm delighted that I finally managed a podcast, and we are going strong. We're definitely going to hit that year mark. You know, I'm definitely making it to a year with the podcast. And then what I tend to do is I tend to review it at, at different stages. So the first target that I set when I launched the podcast in April was to hit 30 episodes, uh, we're currently, this this diary is going to be attached to episode number 44, the first podcast episode of 2017. So we've hit 44 uh, episodes. Uh, so we're still going strong, going to go for 52 episodes, then a year, and I'll just keep um, reviewing it. But I think at the moment, I definitely want to keep the, the podcast going. But I'm probably going to review the format in April. I've got a consultative session with... Um, Dave, and I, what's his second name? What's your name, Dave? I forgot his second name. Dave Jackson, who runs, who's the podcast, he runs the podcast school. Um, if you're interested in podcasting, it's a great resource to listen to. I love Dave's stuff, but I've, I've booked an hour of consultation with him. I think it's a week on Sunday, um, and I'm going to think about maybe just evolving the format of this podcast uh, on the year-long anniversary. 
The other thing that worked and that was a big achievement this year was writing my three full-length thrillers. So I wrote back-to-back over a period of, I think it was about six months, um, 270,000 words or thereabouts, three full-length adult thrillers, the first full-length books I'd written because The Secret Bunkers and The Grids, I think I've got to about 80-something with the last grid book. So I had been working it up, but I'd started at 50,000 with The Secret Bunker 1, I think I'd been writing about 60,000 after that, maybe 55, 60,000. And I think the grid, the grid three, I think was about 80,000. It was, you know, it was more substantial. So I've been writing to 90,000 this year. Very happy to have written and completed three full length thrillers. And also at the beginning of the year, I launched my grid trilogy. So um, I'd I'd reached um, a real crisis with the grid uh, this time last year in that I couldn't uh, decide how to end it. I'd, I'd written. I was very happy with the three books, but I was really stuck with the end. And I think I'd, I'd written the end just before Christmas last year. Then we went to Spain um, over Christmas and New Year, and I just thought I'll let it sit and then I'll come back and finish it off. So the grid books got launched in uh, whenever it was, you know, beginning first quarter one of 2016. And um, the you know the grid so far is my strongest book. I think it's it's average rating uh, in the states, which is where I sell all the copies is uh, something like, it's about 4.7 or something like that. So it's, you know, it's got uh, 20, 28 reviews or something like that on it. So, you know, not as many as I'd like, but it's it's got a decent number of reviews. And it's averaging four point whatever it is. So it looks like it's five when you look at the stars. Um, so I'm happy with that. Uh, that's good. Um, so those are the achievements of this year. Um, things that didn't get done this year, uh, a couple of things that didn't work out. And if you listen to these diaries, is the whole purpose of doing these diaries. Um, sometimes you have to, to course correct. Now, there's a book on my shelf, uh, which I love. It's called Flight Plan. And it's by um, Brian. Brian, I've had a, a blank. Just bear with me while I whiz over to my shelves uh, and get the book. It's called Flight Plan. Brian Tracy. How can I forget that surname? It's by Brian Tracy. And um, it's, a, it's a wonderful book. And the whole premise of it is that when a plane takes off from an airport and it, it, it aims for its destination, it constantly has to go or undergo course corrections to get to its target. And that's kind of what being in business is like, that you have these aims. I want to be an author. I want to earn enough to make a, a living from, from my books. That's the big aim. And I constantly have to course correct to get there because all the time I'm learning some things I'm doing don't work um, I have to you know, have to modify my plans sometimes life changes around me uh, so we're constantly course correcting I do recommend flight plan by Brian Tracy if you're in that situation because um, you know he embraces it as a, as a good thing and a necessary thing uh, in business so things that didn't work this year that I hoped would work I signed up for two quite high ticket courses and neither of them worked out for me um, the the first one that I signed up for, um, I, I love the people who run the course, uh, and, and I listened to the podcast, it consumed the books, love the people who do it, but I really didn't like the um, the sort of the learning environment. I really didn't like the learning environment. It didn't work for me at all. So I got out of that one, and then I did the the other one that I talked in last about in last year's or last week's diary, um, which was very um, substantial investment. Both of them were actually. And um, didn't like that one either. So I'm going to give up on that. I'm just going to, come on, Paul, you know, (laughs) it's giving you the feedback. And the feedback is this isn't right for you. So um, I I haven't found what I'm looking for, but I am looking for something. And I think that's a mastermind. I want to be involved in a UK-based 
um, I think it's got to be UK really so I can travel to it, a UK based indie author writing mastermind. Um, that, that's what I want to do. So um, I am still looking for the right thing, but I, I really am in the market for being in this advanced level or, you know, people who are doing the work and getting the books done. Not a beginner's class. It mustn't be a beginner's class, and nor do I want it to be like a writing group. It needs to be all the things that indie authors do. It needs to be about marketing. It needs to be about improving our craft. It needs to be about getting the writing done. All the things that we do, the whole range that we do as indie authors. So I haven't found what I'm looking for yet. The search continues, but I am not going to sign up for any courses like that anymore. I think it's probably going to be a mastermind that involves that kind of personal contact and roundtable contact. The, the other thing that didn't work, um, if you listen again regularly, you'll know that I interviewed uh, Jennifer Blanchard a little earlier on in the year. And I think Jennifer was um, talking about getting 10 nonfiction books written. And and I thought, you know, she'd really inspired me with, with the conversation. And I thought, well, I've got, um, was it seven nonfiction books? And I've always been a bit iffy about whether I was going to continue them because they're all about social media and geeky stuff and they keep needing refreshing, which is a pain. And, um, and and I was just going to drop them at some point. When I hit a critical mass with my fiction, I was just going to drop those non-fictions. Now, I do want to write non-fiction, but I want to write non-fiction that doesn't date as fast as the social media stuff. And actually, I think I'm good at writing non-fiction, strangely enough, and it's very easy for me to write. Um, but I'm fed up with doing stuff. And this is one of the reasons I moved on from internet marketing. I'm fed up with creating stuff that dates so fast. And, and everything that I do in social media dates um, very very quickly and you're always having to refresh it if you do training in social media you're having to refresh it every five minutes so I want to get out of that endless cycle of creating and refreshing I was inspired by Jennifer I thought I might come back to the fiction books but just things too many things changed around me and this is what I was saying about flight plan sometimes things change around you and again if you listen to this diary you'll know that I got the opportunity to get some some steady part-time work um, which I did up till Christmas. You know, that's put a lot of money in the bank. It's put a lot of money in the business, which makes me start 2017 incredibly strong. I got all the money for covers, editors and all sorts, you know, sitting there and, and, and waiting, which is fabulous. So um, that was the course correction that I did. The aim is still the same, but I took a course correction because something came up that I hadn't expected. And what suffered there is I didn't do the the non-fiction books. And to be honest with you, I'm still dithering about the non-fiction books. You know, I just can't make my mind up about whether to refresh them or not. Um, they're not terribly out of date at the moment, but they do they could do with a refresh. So let's see how the year goes. I think what I'm going to have to do with them, um, I've got a couple of decisions to make. Am I going to use the PT name that I use for non-fiction as my thriller name? Am I going to use a, um, a new name, a pseudonym um, for the thrillers? Or am I just going to put them on Paul Teague, which is where I put my sci-fi books? I've got to make that decision at some point. So I will bite the bullet at some point, And you can hear the endless dithering about that here. I'm just trying to make the right decision with it. But um, yeah, I was a bit disappointed that I didn't get those books done. But there was no way that was going to happen. And I prioritised the thrillers in the end because I just ran out of time. Um, so that's a kind of review of the, the big things that worked and the big things that didn't work in 2016. So on to 2017, you will know that I get very excited at the end of a quarter because I get to update my big whiteboard to my left here in my study. And um, I've done that right now. Uh, it's already quarter one, January to March is all planned out as is uh, quarter two, which is looking incredibly well planned already. Uh, so let me talk you through how 2017 is looking for me at the moment. And I'll put the photos of my 
planning boards on the resources page. If you go to um, Self-Publishing Journeys episode number 44, you'll see that I've put, when that episode goes live on Monday, the 2nd of January, you'll see photographs of my planning boards there so you can see what I've achieved and, and what I'm aiming to do. And there's just a couple of things blurred there because they're, they're personal finance things and, and, and not sort of for sharing publicly. So my 2017 aims then for the first quarter, well, you know that I'm returning to work three days per week from, from January the 3rd. So that's flexible and part-time, so it preserves my writing days. And I could also continue the podcast. Now, I know I've got the time to do these things. So that's that's really, really great. Um, we've solved the issue of income. I got three kids. Uh, two of them uh, hopefully will be going to university uh, this year. And, uh, you know, so it's a time of change for the family. So it just, it really suits me just while I'm seeing kids through university and things like that. It suits me to have some predictability in the income at the moment uh, because I'm a, an old gipper, you know, and I got all the family things that I have to do. Um, I can't just please myself and, and, and reduce my income massively. There are certain things that I'm committed to. So this really helps knowing that the, the, the income side of things is sorted, but I've still got plenty of time to, to work on the things, um, the longer term things that I want to get going. So I want to get, uh, I need to get three covers produced for the thrillers because I'm aiming to launch those on my birthday, which is 30, Thursday, the 23rd of March. I just plucked the date out of the air, to be honest with you. That's my 52nd birthday, and that's when I'm going to make the thrillers live. I'll probably put them on pre-sale fairly soon because I'm now doing the last sweeps of those thrillers. Not going to um, have a big splash with them, just going to get them out and start marketing them. There won't be any sort of big launch campaign or anything like that because they're my first thrillers. I'm just going to start doing the one book free you know, and selling the next two and just try and get some reviews and some sales and do some promos on them and just trying to get some movement and see how they're received in, in, in the first instance because they're my first uh, thriller. So I'll be doing um, Facebook uh, adverts, free boxes, trying for book bubs when we've got some reviews on them, all those usual things. My aims for this year are to write at least three standalone thrillers or, or sci-fi novels but hopefully four. I'm hoping that I can keep up one per quarter. I'm hoping I am, but uh, a certain measure of, I need to get the measure of, of how my work's going to pan out and how, how much time that's going to leave me. But certainly in terms of a planning sheet, it should be possible to get three to four um, books written over the course of this year. I want to hit the one year anniversary of the podcast. That's on Monday, the 3rd of April. That'll be episode 57. I want to evolve the podcast. Um, I've already alluded to that. Uh, I want to probably make it more of a magazine format. So probably uh, keep the interviews shorter, uh, probably throw some more information about there. Um, one way that I can share a lot of the geeky stuff that I do is in bite-sized bits within the, this podcast. Um, and, and, and of course, it then doesn't date. I could always give you the latest stuff in the podcast. So I am thinking about um, evolving the podcast. Um, I also think it probably needs a, you know, a little bit more personality in it. Um, but after the the, the year episode, I'll go for 75 episodes. That'll be my next target. Then we're on to 100 episodes and I'll be reviewing it at each point. You know, is this working? Do I still want to be doing this? Can I, is this still a good use of my time? And is it still serving my business benefits in the long term? Now, any feedback that you've got about the podcast, if you're listening to this right now, if you want to drop me an email, it'd be very, very useful. Before I talk to Dave Jackson on Sunday the 8th of January, if you just want to, if you just quickly bang out an email while you're listening to this, tell me what you like, what you don't like, what you think the podcast could do with, and then I can feed that into my conversation with Dave. It'll also let me know um, that you're listening and you're out there and hopefully you value the, the podcast. 
One of my other aims this year is I want to get my books individually listed on Kobo. At the moment, they're listed through Draft the Digital, but I want to commit to Kobo as a platform. So I want to list individual books on there, not through an aggregator. So I, I really want to grasp that nettle this year. Not quite sure when it's going to be. Probably that's going to be in quarter two onwards, because quarter one is going to be dominated by writing the first thriller of the year and getting those other three thrillers ready to sale. So when I've um, when I've done that, I'll probably then move on to things more generic jobs like the Kobo. So I think that's going to be a, a quarter two onwards task, the Kobo. But I do want to get things individually listed. I really want to get into Kobo as a platform and support it because I think uh, it, you know, it serves us as the authors to have Kobo as a strong second platform. Um, I'm reintroducing Paul's podcast diary from next week. So you're going to get weekly episodes that are going to be released on Saturday for the time being. Um, a lot of people tell me they like Paul's podcast diary. So thank, thank you for that. Again, drop me that email. Let me know which bits you like, which bits you think we could change. Um, and, and I'll welcome that feedback. And uh, But that's going to continue on a weekly basis uh, because I'm writing. Now I'm back writing regularly. You'll hear about the pains, you know, the trials, the tribulations, everything that I'm doing on my writing uh, diary. Now, again, if you want to try writing a book in quarter one of this year, if you want to write along with me, then join me for the diary. Hear how I do it. Hear what the pains are and see if you can finish your first 90,000 word novel at the same time as I do, hopefully at the end of March. The other thing I want to do as a priority this year, um, I had my f- my my biggest earning month so far uh, in indie publishing last month, or in terms of paychecks. Now we we I can't remember we're into we're between about three hundred and four hundred pounds a month now um, is what I'm earning. So I know that's not a lot, um, but it's you know it's 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 all right. It just I just sit there and the sales take care of themselves. Um, so we're building with that, um, but. What's become a problem now is the amount of tax that's being held in the USA. When I saw what I earned in the USA this month and I saw it was with hell, I was thinking, right, okay, that's a problem now. That's that's bothering me. Um, I, I want that money in. So um, I'm, good to, I'm going to sort out or tackle my USA tax withholding, and I'll tell you about it uh, in these diaries. And if I find somebody who can talk me through it, who's an expert on it, I'll get them on the podcast to share it with you. Now, when I was earning nothing a month, um, this didn't bother me. It was, you know, however many percentage it is of nothing. So it didn't agitate me. But now we're going, I think it was about $150 or something this month that was withheld. And I'm looking at that thinking, well, that's 100 and something quid there is. You know, I want that in my bank account. Um, so so it's bothering me now. Um, and I am going to sort that out. I've been really uh, lackadaisical with that, frankly. <laughs> yeah. uh, I just haven't tackled, I haven't grasped that nettle and I need to grasp it. Uh, so if you've got any tips to pass on, if you've done that and solved that problem, let me know. Be terrible with this. You know, even with internet marketing, I've filled in so many of these. Is, is it W9 forms you have to fill in? Um, I've been terrible with this. You know, I just haven't paid no attention to this in the past. I hate to think what's been withheld uh, without me uh, looking at it. So, um, you know, I've been really slack with that and I need to sort that problem out. So that was really just an outline of of where I am with my thinking as an indie author at the moment. Um, you know, this is a business. Consistent action is required to, to grow the business. So that means I need to write, launch more books. But what I really need to do is I need to get better at selling them. I need to get better at selling books. That's the end of story. I need to get better at writing them on the craft. And I need to get better at selling them. That's that's what my big aims boil down to. So that, that's what I'm aiming for as an indie author at the moment. So um, my consistent actions are going to be taken up this year. Tier one, doing the writing, writing books, 
and producing podcasts. And tier two is going to be involved in learning and getting better at marketing and doing all the things I need to do for the business of being an indie author and networking. You know, talking to other people in the indie author community, learning from them, sharing with them, and just trying to improve what I do. So writing, podcasting, learning, and networking. Those are the focuses for 2017. So that's 2016 done and dusted. The course is set for 2017. I hope that you have a fabulous and productive and creative 2017. Have a fabulous new year, however you celebrate it, wherever you are in the world. I'll be back with the first podcast episode of the new year on Monday and the new diary episode next Saturday, a week from now. Have a great new year and I'll speak to you soon. Thanks for listening to Paul's Podcast Diary. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast feed to hear next week's update and find out how many words get produced over the next seven days. Until then, we hope you have a great week of writing.